48K News. It's 11 o'clock. I'm Steve Dunthorne. Tonight's headlines. Health workers will be allowed to retire later as the hospital authority looks to ease a labour crunch. Hospital visitors and patients will be able to get a Covid jab while they're there. And stock markets rise as worries over the future of China Evergrande ease. The hospital authority has decided to allow its medical staff to work for an additional five years to counter recent labour shortages. Wang Yinting reports. Some 1,615 medical professionals and 4,000 support staff turning 60 in the next five years who would have had to retire are now expected to stay on under a highly flexible arrangement. That extends the hospital authority's retirement age from 60 to 65. The authority's chairman, Henry Fenn, explained that an increasing number of doctors and nurses have been leaving in the past two years. We believe that some are moving to the private sector, others are retiring, others told us that they just want to take a rest, and there are also some who told us that they are leaving Hong Kong. So it's a combination of various factors. Staff turning 60 will be consulted on the terms of their contract, the nature of their job and the possibility of relocating to other hospitals. While the measure is aimed at retaining frontline staff, Mr. Fan said those in management positions will also be given the option of staying on if they are willing to go where manpower is most needed. So it is unlikely that doctors who are holding clinical management positions would continue to do so. Chances are those who are holding management positions would switch to clinical duties, frontline clinical duties, as their employment terms are extended. The hospital authority expects that an extra $5.9 billion will be needed to cover the cost of retaining staff. Patients and visitors at public hospitals will soon be offered the chance to get a BioNTech COVID-19 jab while they're there, as officials seek to boost faltering inoculation rates. Vaccination centres will open at Queen Mary, Queen Elizabeth and at Toon Moon Hospitals, with more to follow if there are success. The Hospital Authority's Chief Executive, Tony Coe, says priority will be given to people who go to its specialist outpatient clinics, as they often have chronic diseases. But we believe uh, as we start the operation, there may be relatives or visitors who are suitable for vaccination can also benefit from this arrangement. But we normally do not encourage people to come to hospital just for the sake of vaccination because of infection control reasons, which is obvious. Mm-hmm. But for those who already have come to hospital for other reasons, we think that as the operation is up and running, we'll be able to offer the service to other people as well. Stock markets in Hong Kong and elsewhere in the region have risen after troubled property developer Evergrande said it would pay interest on an onshore bond today. The news has eased fears of an imminent default, though the company hasn't said whether it will make payments on a US dollar bond that were also due today. Francis Lun, CEO of GL Securities in Hong Kong, explained why markets were relieved. At least he has averted disaster. I think uh, there's news came out that f- uh, from government sources that uh, they will try to arrange some kind of takeover. According to some news, that the Evergreen Group will be split into three separate entities. A thunderstorm and strong winds have brought a 15-metre illuminated moon installation down to Earth. Jimmy Choi reports. 
The huge installation on the boat near the Kuantong Promenade had drawn large crowds as part of the Mid-Autumn Festival until the weather intervened. Online video footage showed the moon being hit by a gust of wind and rolling across the water before it eventually deflated. The organizer of the exhibition said the moon ended up in the sea when the exhibit was being dismantled, adding that it was retrieved around midday. It was reminiscent of an incident in 2013 when a 16-meter-high rubber duck also came to grief in Victoria Harbour when it started deflating. Although the organizers of the duck exhibition said it was part of scheduled maintenance. A look at the weather: mainly cloudy with occasional showers and squally thunderstorms. Temperatures tomorrow will range between 26 and 30 degrees. Moderate to fresh easterly winds, occasionally strong offshore. The outlook: there'll be sunny intervals and a few showers over the weekend. It will become fine and very hot early to midweek next week. Temperature now 27 degrees. Humidity 93 percent. You're tuned to RTHK. The time is just coming up to five minutes past eleven. West Kowloon Court has adjourned a national security case against 47 pro-democracy figures until late November. They're charged with conspiracy to commit subversion in connection with their camp's Ledgeco primaries last year. 14 defendants had their bail extended. The other 33 were remanded. The Medical Council has found two public doctors guilty of professional misconduct after they failed to assure a patient with the medicine she required. The patient later died, as Wendy Wong reports. According to the Medical Council, the doctors at United Christian Hospital did not give Tan Wai C preventative antiviral drugs for hepatitis B, and in 2017 she suffered liver failure. Tan subsequently had two liver transplants and died later that year. The council has now revoked the license of Dr. Lam Chi Kwan for five months, suspended for three years, and the license of Dr. Chen Xiu Kim has been revoked for three months, suspended for one and a half years. Ahead of a decision by the Democratic Party to join or shun December's Legco election, former party legislator Fred Lee says the DP should dissolve if it doesn't run in any polls. As Maggie Ho reports. The veteran politician says there's no point for a political party to exist if it can't influence and monitor the government. Democratic Party members will vote on Sunday on whether to boycott the Legco polls in December. Fred Lee told an RTHK program that he personally believes the party should try to file candidates, even if they may not get enough nominations or eventually be disqualified. A party should run in elections and get seats. If the party keeps taking part in elections but cannot get any seats in Legco, how representative and how legitimate is it for the people? And how can it influence and monitor the government? If it fails in every aspect, it should fold. He said the party shouldn't avoid taking part in an election just because it thinks it won't win. I agree that the political situation is getting worse for the pro-democracy camp to join elections. If there's no room, we shouldn't exist. As a political party, if we sign up for the election but fail, I'm not talking about people not voting for us. I'm saying if we can't enter the race, then perhaps the Democratic Party has completed its historic mission. But the former lawmaker conceded that he believed his view is not shared by the majority of the party members. The district court has sentenced a man to four years and nine months in prison for trying to snatch a police officer's gun, as well as other related charges, during a riot two years ago.
Wendy Wong reports. The court heard that Chen Chen Hin attacked a passerby during a protest in Shengshui in December in 2019. It also heard that he attempted to snatch a shotgun from a police officer while resisting arrest. The 19-year-old defendant was convicted after trial of rioting and attempted possession of firearms without license, and he had earlier pleaded guilty to two counts of resisting a policeman. In sentencing, Judge Frank Yu said the defendant had casually hurt an innocent person and disregarded law and order. The judge said it was fortunate that the trigger of the shotgun had been locked or the consequences would be too dreadful to contemplate. Chief Inspector Song Ching-wai said the sentence could act as a deterrent. Defendants and 15 other protesters assaulted a male passerby and snatched his phone for inspection. After that, they started assaulting the male passerby. Police responded to scene, but defendants assaulted police officers and resisted arrest. During the wrestle, defendant grabbed a police Remington shotgun and he was subsequently subdued and arrested. The officer also said the force has sufficient training in handling firearms. A Hong Kong resident facing extradition to India over his alleged involvement in a jailbreak there has failed to win permission to take his case to the SAR's top court. Jimmy Choi reports. Indian authorities accuse Ramanja Singh of planning the escape of six prisoners from a jail in Napa, Punjab in November 2016. Mr Singh came to Hong Kong after being released from the same prison on bail. Authorities alleged that he sent remittances to a man in India to fund the purchase of arms used for the prison break. In July, the Court of Appeal decided that Mr Singh could be extradited for offences relating to escape from lawful custody under the extradition arrangement between Hong Kong and India, even though such offences are not explicitly specified in the extradition agreement. The court ruled that there is a catch-all clause in the agreement which covers the offence in question. In applying to take his case to the Court of Final Appeal, Mr Singh's lawyer argued that the courts should not consider the catch-all clause as it doesn't help clarify what constitutes an extraditable offence. But in this ruling, the Court of Appeal says it doesn't find the point of law raised to be of great and general importance to merit an appeal. Mr Singh's legal team has filed a separate application to the Court of Final Appeal to challenge the planned extradition. Overseas, the UN Human Rights Chief has warned of a worsening situation in Myanmar, with civilians increasingly coming under attack since the military coup in February. Michel Bachelet said more than 1,100 people have been killed by the authorities, with a further 8,000 detained, including children. Speaking at the UN Human Rights Council in Geneva, she said the situation had been made worse by the pandemic. The human rights situation in Myanmar has deteriorated significantly as the far-reaching impacts of, this, uh, of the military coup continue to devastate lives and hopes across the country. Conflict, poverty and the effects of the pandemics are sharply increasing and the country faces a vortex of repression, violence and economic collapse. The European Commission has announced plans to ensure that charges are made compatible with all portable electronic devices. Here's the BBC's Rory Kefflin-Jones. The EU has been pressing for a common charger for mobile phones, tablets and headphones for a decade. And now the European Commission has come up with a proposal for a new law in member states. It would mean that all phones sold in the EU would have to have a USB-C connector. This type of cable is already being rapidly adopted by Android phones, which make up three quarters of the market. Apple's iPhone is still charged with its own lightning connector. 
The company says mandating one type of connector could stifle innovation and harm consumers in Europe and around the world. But the EU says there will be big environmental benefits and cost savings for users. To Spalton in Gulf ahead of the opening ceremony of the Ryder Cup, Europe star Ian Poulter says the holders feel comfortable as a unit, but know they're underdogs this time against the United States. Teammate Sergio Garcia feels the initial aim will be to silence what's likely to be a raucous home crowd at Whistling Straits in Wisconsin. It kind of gives us the opportunity of just go out there, play hard and kind of try to quiet them down a little bit. That's always going to be a positive for us. So uh, we know that uh, our good game will, will do that. And, um, you know, we're just going to try as hard as we can to, uh, to achieve that. Meanwhile, the US captain, Steve Strucker, says that they haven't made any plans if a member of his team should be ruled out through injury or COVID-19. Team USA are the hot favourites to win back the trophy, with Strucker having eight of the world's top ten players in his lineup. We all want to play this event. We all, all the guys want to be a part of this team. And, you know, it's a special event to be a part of. And they work their whole entire careers to be part of something like this. So, you know, we haven't really thought outside that box yet. And hopefully we don't have to. Football, Manchester United have been dumped out of the English League Cup, losing 1-0 to West Ham at home in the third round. Chelsea, Arsenal and Tottenham are among the others that won through. The BBC's Ian Dennis looks at the draw made for the fourth round, the last 16 stage of the competition. West Ham United's reward could not have been harder as they face the defending champions Manchester City, who have dominated this competition in recent years. At least they have the small consolation of being at home. It's one of five all-Premier League ties, Chelsea versus Southampton, Arsenal host Leeds United, Leicester City entertain Brighton and Hove Albion, while Tottenham will travel to Burnley. Elsewhere, Stoke City meet Brentford, Queen's Park Rangers take on Sunderland, and Preston North End have landed a plum tie with Liverpool at Deepdale. Real Madrid are back on top in Spain's La Liga after they thrashed Mallorca 6-0. Marco Asensio got a hat-trick and Karim Benzema scored twice. Sevilla entered the top three after a 3-0 win at home to Valencia. Barcelona played tonight as pressure continues to build on manager Ronald Koeman. He spoke to the media amid speculation he could be sacked due to poor performances. We count on your support in this difficult time. Us as the staff and the players are very happy with the great support from the fans like we had in the match at home against Granada. In baseball, the Tampa Bay Rays are the latest team to book a playoff spot. Austin Meadows hit a three-run homer as the Rays beat the Toronto Blue Jays 7-1. A reminder of our top stories tonight... Health workers will be allowed to retire later as the hospital authority looks to ease a labour crunch. Hospital visitors and patients will be able to get a COVID jab while they're there. And stock markets rise as worries over the future of China Evergrande ease. The news from RTHK. RTHK Radio 3 
And so, my love, I must go And though I lose a friend In the end you will know Oh, one day you'll find That I have gone But tomorrow may rain So I'll follow the sun And now the time has come And so my love I must go And though I lose a friend In the end you will know Oh, one day you'll find That I have gone But tomorrow may rain So I'll follow the sun the Beatles, of course, with the song I'll Follow the Sun. As it turns out, on the album Beatles for Sale, which is where it was released, it's followed by a track called Mr Moonlight. How about that? Uh, and around about 2008, uh, there was a reel-to-reel, an open reel tape of Lennon and McCartney trying to finish that song where they broke into laughter. Apparently made about 23,000 US dollars. Thank you, Alice, for choosing that, living in the English Midlands, uh, where I hope the weather's pretty good over there. It's not too bad, around 21 degrees, bit of sunshine, bit of cloud. Thanks again for getting in touch. Anybody else want to have a go? It's Radio Pete at Gmail. A couple of requests still to go between now and one. And, of course, don't forget our sentimental journey leaves Platform 3 at 5 past midnight, Mondays to Fridays. But next on 3, a song from Melanie. Well, you know that I'm not a gambler, but I'm in gambled on. They put in a nickel and I sing a little song.
Sing a little song, Randa. 